Today we're going to the book of 2 Timothy, chapter 1. Praise the name of Jesus. Second Timothy chapter one, if you stand please. Okay. Uh, verse number six. Uh, I want us to read it aloud together. I know we have different versions. Uh, but just read it aloud. I want you to hear it. Let's read. For this reason. I remind you to fan into flame the gift of God which is in you through the laying on of my hands. Amen. The King James says, therefore I remind you to stir up the gift of God which is in you through the laying on of my hands. Um, look at the person standing beside you on either side of you, whichever side you choose, and repeat after me. Neighbor, it's your responsibility too. Amen. Amen. T-O-O. All right, then say it to him again. Neighbor, it's your responsibility too. Hallelujah. Father, I thank you for your word. I thank you for the power of your word. I thank you, Lord, that when your word goes forth, it will not return to you void, but it will accomplish all that you desire. You said you'd prosper your word in the things that you sent your word to. Thank you, Lord, that our hearts are open, our ears are open, our minds are open to receive your word this day. I come against any hindering spirit now in the name of Jesus. And I speak to the spirit of receptivity in each and every one of us that we might receive your engrafted word this day. Uh, in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. It's your responsibility too. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Praise the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Salvation, spiritual growth and development, spiritual abilities are all gifts from God in us for the purpose of advancing the kingdom of God. Are you listening? Yeah. Yeah. Salvation, spiritual growth, spiritual development, spiritual abilities are all gifts from God in us for the purpose of advancing the kingdom of God. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 7 says, for the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each of us for the benefit of all of us. And then verse 10 says that uh, the Holy Spirit is the Holy Spirit who distributes these gifts to the believer, to each believer as he wills. Amen? Yeah, yeah. Every person, every person, every person, who's received the gift of salvation 
has also received other spiritual gifts. Amen? Amen? Upon your, and understand me here, if you understand the baptism of the Holy Ghost, amen, I'm not talking about being filled now, but baptism of the Holy Ghost is when we are baptized into the body of Christ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At salvation, all right? Every person, upon being baptized in the Holy Ghost, amen, which means the point that you were saved, amen, has received spiritual gifts, a gift or gifts, all right? Amen? The gifts might not be fully manifested in the believer yet because of that person's lack of maturity, all right? But the gifts are there, amen? Everybody, okay? Everybody, everybody, all of us, and all includes, all includes, all includes, yeah. That means that you have a spiritual gift. You have a spiritual endowment. You do. You do. You do. You do. Amen? Yeah, you have, you have a spiritual endowment. You, you, you have the gift of salvation. Uh, you have, you've been justified by your faith in Christ. You have the guarantee of eternal life. Amen. The Bible says we have the first fruits of eternal life. When we're saved, the Holy Ghost comes to live in us. That's a guarantee. The earnest, the guarantee, the down payment is yours. All right? Uh, along with uh, some type of ministry gift, some type of ministry gift you have, I have, all right? Amen? Each one of us. And what we have, what you have, is not for you alone. It's not. It's not for you alone. It is for the benefit of other believers, it's for the benefit of the body. It's for the benefit of those who don't yet know Jesus as Savior and Lord. It's for the advancement of the kingdom of God. What you have is not just for you. All right? It is not solely for you. Say, I have a spiritual gift. Say that. Now, now, now I might not know what it is, but I got one. All right? Amen. You may not know what it is, but you have, a, if you're born again, if you're born again, the Spirit of God lives in you, and let's not separate, let, let's make sure we understand the difference in being baptized into the body and being filled with the Holy Ghost. The infilling is an ongoing process that gives us the power, that gives us the might to do the things or to operate in the gifts of God. But the gift is there, all right? It's there, it's there, it's there. And it's for the purpose of the kingdom of God being expanded. In this passage of scripture, Paul writes to encourage and to challenge Timothy. Now, Timothy is a young man. I don't know how, I haven't done the research to see how old he was. I don't know if it tells us how old Timothy was. But he was young, young man, young man. Wasn't, wasn't, wasn't 30 probably, young man. Young man in the faith, a young pastor, 
all right? Um, and his, Paul's message to Timothy comes at a time when Paul is in jail, probably, probably facing a waiting for death, all right? It was written when the persecution of the church was at a high point. Nero was persecuting Christians. I mean, they blamed Christians for the burning of Rome and, and Christians were being killed, drawn and quartered, thrown to lions. All kinds of things were happening to Christians, all right? Now, whatever is going on, we need to uh, not be doing that, all right? You're sitting too close to me to be doing that. Because I see. All right? All right? So, and, 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 and Paul... Paul is Timothy's father in the ministry, all right? And I'm sure Timothy was probably feeling a bit discouraged because of what's going on in Paul's life. You know, you look up to your spiritual fathers. You look up to people that speak into your life. And, and when you see something like this happening and you see Christians being beaten, Christians being killed, you know, you're a young person in faith, I'm sure you'd be a bit discouraged too, right? Yeah, yeah. So Paul writes to encourage Timothy, but he also writes to challenge Timothy. He writes to challenge Timothy in the faith, all right? And in the midst of, 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 of well, he reminds Timothy of his faith. Uh, he talks about the faith of his grandmother and the faith of his mother, all right? So, so Timothy has come from a family of believers. Uh, his daddy was a Greek, and he may not have been a believer, but, but Timothy's mother was a Christian. Timothy's grandmother was a Christian. So, so Paul writes to and, to, to, and he reminds Timothy of the faith of his mother and the faith of his grandmother, all right, in an attempt to encourage Timothy. And as Paul writes to Timothy, Paul says something to Timothy that's very important. And that's that, uh, two weeks ago, last week, I think, well, last week, I was thinking about the scripture. And, and, and it just came into my mind, and it's, been, it's just, been, just been going over and over and over in my mind, uh, the words that Paul said to Timothy. Because it's important for the believers to hear this today. Because, and, and the reason it's so important for us to hear this today is that we tend to expect other people to do for us what we're not willing to do for ourselves. Paul says to Timothy, he says, stir up the gift of God that is in you, all right? Now, he reminds Timothy of his faith. He reminds Timothy of his mother's faith, reminds Timothy of his grandmother's faith. He writes to Timothy to encourage Timothy, but in the midst of encouraging Timothy, Paul says to Timothy, Timothy, you, oh, your name is Timothy. You must stir up the gift of God that is in you. Amen. Yes, I'm writing to encourage you, Olivia, but there is a gift in you, and you have the ability to stir that gift up yourself. Not only do you have the ability, Shemaiah, but you have the responsibility to stir up that gift. It's not just for me to encourage you, Alfred. Amen. But you have the ability within yourself to stir up the gift of God that is in you. You cannot wait on someone else to stir up your gift, Jerome. You got to stir it up yourself. Because somebody else may not stir it up, Junior. 
You got to start up yourself. Hallelujah. It's your responsibility, Ebony, to start this gift that's inside of you. It's inside of you. It's your responsibility to stir up the gift of God, Jennifer, that's inside of you, Jonathan. It's your responsibility to stir up the gift of God that's inside of you. Too many times in the church, we want somebody else to motivate us. We want somebody else to excite us. We come to church and, and all, all the Christendom, Christian leaders are expected to pour out our energies and our efforts to keep you motivated, to keep you encouraged, to keep you excited. Sometimes praise and worship is like a pep rally, and it should never be a pep rally. It should be worship. It should be people who are worshiping, as, and, and you are joining in worship, and here we are trying to get you excited. No! You need to keep yourself excited about the Lord. You know how, how we are, and I don't, I, and I, I'm just saying this, sometimes we, we look at certain preachers of certain persuasions and, you know, they're not, they don't have, they don't, they just talk straight. They say, I couldn't sit under them, they don't got no, they don't have no fire. I ain't got no fire. I can't sit under them. And I wonder how much energy did Jesus expel when he preached. I wonder when Jesus stood up and preached. Well, 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 well. I wonder did Jesus do that. Glory, glory. I wonder did Jesus expend the energy that that we have that 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 our that our culture has 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 taught us to expend in an effort to keep people excited. And we come to church on Sunday, and if 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 if, if you know if, if it's not way up here, then we are not motivated. We are not excited. You know, we got to do certain things to keep people excited. Because if we don't keep them excited, they're going to go where the excitement is. But is Christianity just about you being excited, or is it about a walk of faith? And whose responsibility is it ultimately to excite you? To motivate you? I understand that, 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 that the Bible says... God, that Christ ascended on high, he gave gifts unto men, some apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, pastors, and teachers for the equipping of the saints. Amen? So we have this responsibility. It's my responsibility to equip you. It's my responsibility to, to build you up. Amen? I know the Bible says that we should speak to each other in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, making melody in our hearts to the Lord. Amen? And I understand how we must encourage one another, but then the other side of this is the bottom line is you need to be able to encourage yourself you need to take the responsibility to encourage yourself to stir up the gift of God that is in you 
And sometimes the reason nothing is happening in you is that you're not stirring up anything. You, 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 you're not, you, you go all week long and you do nothing. You do nothing. Now, now of course, this is not actually what I wanted to, to demonstrate to you because the other side of that, the, other, the NIV says fan the flames. All right, it says fan the flames. Uh, and you know, you know what makes fire burn, right? If you put wind on fire, it's going to burn. All right. But you know, when you start stirring, and you start stirring, and you start stirring, and you start stirring, stuff starts happening. Right? Stuff, when you start stirring, stuff starts happening. Well, you didn't have a whole lot. When you start stirring it up, something else starts happening. You keep on stirring it, something else, something, most stuff starts happening. You know, but you got to keep on stirring it for something else to happen. As long as you let it lie dormant inside of you, nothing is going to happen. Amen. I can teach you all day long, but until you start stirring up something that's inside of you, nothing is going to happen in you. Glory to God. Amen. And the more you stir, glory to God, the more stuff starts happening. I'm, are you understand what I'm, understanding what I'm saying? But you got to do this. I can't do it for you. I can't reach inside of you and stir up the gift that's inside of you. I can't do it. But if you do it, something will happen. do it, something will happen in you. Because there's no way for me to reach inside of you and stir up your gift. It's all I can do to stir up my own gift. Amen. Amen. You can't go all week long and don't pray. All week long, you don't worship. You know, you think about this. You come to church, and you're in church on Sunday two to three hours a week. Well, two hours on Sunday, maybe three, depending on what church you go to. <laughs> Listen to me. Do you know how many hours there are in a week? 168 hours in one week. 168 hours in one week. And if you spend two hours in church on Sunday and one hour on Wednesday night, that's three hours. That means there are 165 hours that you have. What are you doing with those 165 hours in a week? And then you come to church on Sunday and you want the preacher and the praise team to get you hyped and get you excited so you can feel like coming again next week. It doesn't work that way. What you haven't done in 165 hours, I can't do in one hour. Can't do it. Can't do it. Can't do it. If you spend all of your time, and I don't know all of these artists. I wish I knew some of the names. If you spend your time listening to who? What, I ain't talking about the good gospel artists. Who, who are these people y'all listen to? Come on, who? Little who? Little Bootsy. 
Yeah, y'all know who he is or who she is, whoever. Who? Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne. Come on, come on. Listen to me. Get, get, let me have your attention back. Who else? Mary J. Blige. Mary J. Blige. Come on, who else? Who else? Y'all listen to Beyonce. Who? Drake. Come on, who else? Who else y'all listen to? Who? Who? Mickey Minaj. Nikki. Listen, listen. Okay, come back in the house. If you spend all of your time listening to these people and they are not talking about Jesus, they're not teaching you to pray. They're not telling you to stir up anything inside of you that's spiritual. Matter of fact, the stuff that they're trying to get stirred up in you is ungodly and secular and carnal and fleshly. That's what they're trying to stir up inside of you. It's not just you teenagers. There's some grown folk listening to this stuff too. Because if, if the grown people were on fire, then the fire would spread. But there's a lot of grown people not on fire for God. Because they ain't stirring up nothing inside of them either. All week long, 165 hours. I know you got to go to work. You got to go to work. But at work, you know, you can have scriptures on your computer. You can have scriptures, you know, on the wall. You can have, you know, uh, you can listen to gospel music. Some of y'all listen to music at work, right? You know, you can listen to sermons. I mean, you can get my, you can get the sermon from Sunday, you know, and, and download it on your iPod or on your iPhone. You can be listening, riding to work. But you know, some grown people don't do that. They don't do it. So it's not just you all. It's some adults too now. Yep. And they're not stirring up the gift that's inside of them. And then we, 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 will come, we will come to church on Sunday and say, the preacher didn't preach good. <laughs> well, you know what? Maybe if you had been in the Bible during the week, you know, maybe if you had been worshiping during the week, you know, maybe you would have come to church with a different frame of reference. You would have came to worship with a different frame of reference. And you would have been listening because I've said in services and the preacher wasn't that interesting, but I sure got something out of the message. You know, and I understand that it's not the preacher's responsibility to stir up my gift. It's my responsibility. So even if the person singing is off key, I can listen to the words of the song and get blessed from the words of the song. Are you understanding? Because, because of my frame of reference. I mean, you know, if you go out and you party all night Saturday night, and you try to worship on Sunday, it just doesn't work. It don't work. You can't watch TV all night Saturday night and then get up on Sunday morning and come and worship and be alert. It doesn't work. And so maybe it's not the person that's ministering. Maybe it's you with your sluggish, tired, And, 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 and since I'm here, let me tell you something else that will, that will stir your energy. 
exercise. Somebody shout exercise. exercise. Which is something that a whole lot of people don't like to do. And I'm not talking about hand to mouth. <laughs> Amen. So, you know, here we are. And, and Paul, Paul is, is, is writing. Paul is in jail. Paul is writing to Timothy. Paul knows what's going on. Paul knows that Timothy has these spiritual gifts. He's a pastor. You know, he's there to encourage the people. And Paul knows Timothy needs encouragement. But Paul says to Timothy, Timothy, you have a responsibility to encourage yourself. We don't talk about this a lot. You know, when, 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 when those of us who are supposed to be older and deep in the Lord and we're going through, you know, and, and we feel all alone and we feel like everybody has forsaken us and nobody's calling us and nobody's talking to us and we're down in the dumps and then somebody said, well, you know, David encouraged himself and you got to encourage yourself. But we need to talk about this more because you need to encourage yourself before you get in the dumps. If you encourage yourself, maybe you won't get down in the dumps. If you keep yourself encouraged, if you stir up the gift that's inside of you on a regular basis, then you're not going in the dumps that often. And if you start going to the dumps because you've been encouraging yourself, you're going to quickly get back up out of that dump. Are you understanding what I'm saying? Because when you're stirring up the gift of God that's inside of you, that gift is not going to allow you to be discouraged long. So he says, stir up a fan into flames. I, you know, if we, were, if we were outside, if we were outside, I'd start a fire. And I'll show you what I'm talking about. But, you know, if any of you ever, ever started a fire, you know that if you wanted to burn, once you get that little, even if you just have coals, if you have some hot coals, you can, you can blow on and put some, put some wind to it. Yeah, and you keep on fanning, you keep on putting wind to it, and after a while it just blazes up into a big flame. If you watch forest fires, you know, one of the things that, that causes a forest fire to go fast is wind. So Paul says to Timothy, stir into a blazing flame. Stir into a blazing flame the gift of God that's inside of you. So what Paul is saying to Timothy is, this gift that's inside of you should not be something small. This gift that's inside of you should not be minute. This gift that's inside of you should not be the same magnitude it was when you first got saved. Paul says to Timothy in 2 Timothy 2.15, study to show yourself approved under God, a workman that needeth not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. So what he's saying to Timothy, Timothy, there's a gift inside of you. Now you got to study this gift. I know we usually take that and only deal with the word and understanding the word. But Paul, Timothy was a preacher. He was a pastor. So the gift there was to pastor, to teach the scriptures. All right? So he's saying to Timothy, study. Study. So what is your gift? Study your gift. Fan that gift so that it begins to grow bigger because God gave it to you to bless the body. All of us that are members of Tabernacle of Praise have been here long enough that nobody should have to be encouraging you anymore. Now it's time for you to encourage somebody else. Your gift should be big. 
Now, it's, how many of y'all remember VeggieTales? You remember the lie? Remember the, the, when he told the lie, the fib, the big fib, that was the name of it, right? How many of y'all remember the big fib? I watched it enough, I remember. And the more lies he tell, the bigger he got. Well, maybe the more you use your gift, the bigger it will get. So you should be looking for opportunities. Looking for opportunities. You know, it is really just disgusting to see the number of people in the body of Christ who are are gifted and sitting down doing nothing. Nothing. How you stirring up something and you're not doing anything. I was talking to Pastor Bestman last week and and, uh, he was talking about uh, somebody that was upset because uh, they weren't getting the opportunity to preach. I said to him, I said, well, you know what? The street corner is out there. If they really want to preach, go to the street corner. You got many opportunities. Get you, get you a permit. Elder Hoskins, you upset about not preaching. Elder Stone, get you a permit. There are some folk on the corner that need to hear Jesus. I mean, you know, the thing about it is, if we really want to, to, to stir up our gifts, God will give us opportunities. Our problem for many of us is we want what we have to be used in the four walls of the church. So that somebody can come to us and say, oh, Trevor, that was just awesome, man. That was just awesome. You keep on doing that. See, on the street corner, folk going to pass you by. They're going to look at you like you're strange. But let me tell you something about preaching on the street. When they walk by and look at you like you're strange, you are still imparting the word. And they're going to listen to the word, glory to God. And there is a seed that is sown, and that person might come to Jesus, amen, five weeks later because you preached the word, amen, that changed their lives. He says, stir up, fan into flame gift of God that's in you. Whatever the way, whatever way the Lord has gifted you, you need to be fanning this thing. You need to be stirring it up. You need to be stirring it up. Don't sit down and say, what can I do? Say, Pastor, I have this gift that I like to offer to the body. Now, don't be offended if I say, well, Okay, we need to tweak this thing a little bit because we can't just present it that way. All right, that's why God gives leaders. Amen. Amen. You learning how to cook, your mama ain't going to just send you in that kitchen and say cook. Your mama going to go in the kitchen with you and give you some direction because what you cook might make somebody sick. And what people in the church don't understand sometimes is you just can't present anything because what you present might make somebody sick. So God gives spiritual leaders to help tweak this so that everybody that eats from your plate doesn't get sick. And you understand it? You know, sister, you get mad at the pastor because the pastor won't let you do what you want to do. Because this is not Burger King. You can't have it your way. And you find out Burger King been serving pink slime. 
Y'all know about pink slime, right? If you don't know, you need to find out about pink slime. Because some of that ground beef y'all been eating at Burger King in those places is pink slime. Y'all just love fast foods, joint. Fast food, fast food, fast food. Pink slime. And that's what they call it. So this isn't Burger King. So, you know, you, 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 you submit to spiritual leadership because we're here to help tweak things so that you can bless the entire body. But God wants you stirring up that gift. So you come and you present your gift so that you can be a blessing to the body of Christ. Now, 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 I'm about finished. A couple of minutes and I'm almost done. Is this helping anybody? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so, so what do we need to do? How do we stir up uh, this gift? Well, I guess I've been kind of talking about it. Two things and I'm going to be finished. You got to give attention to your gift. Of course, you got to know what it is, all right? But, but you got to give attention to it. Just like you give attention to all of these wonderful singers and actors and, you know, you want to look like them, you want to dress like them, you want to sing like them, you know all of the words to their songs. And Sister Celeste, you know, um, it just always amazes me about singing in church. You know, when you've been singing in church for a long time, you kind of know the direction songs go in. So sometimes I may not know the song, but because I've been in church so long, I kind of know the direction. So I don't keep my mouth shut. I'm in there singing. I might miss it the first time around. But the second or third time, I'm going to catch it. But you got some Christians, I don't know the song. Keep that mouth shut. But you put on one of those R&B or a rock or what? Oh, they're jamming. They know every word of it. You got to give attention to your gift. You got to take time with it. And whenever you hear the word stir, stir means that you're putting some action to it. Stand up. Stand up. Stand up. Everybody. Everybody. Clap your hands. Okay. All right. Now, this is not to be vulgar. All right. All right. I want you to do a stirring motion. Your body is now to, okay, we'll do it with your hand. All right. I mean, really stir, 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 stir. Come on, stir, 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 stir. Now, guess what? You just put some action to this thing. You see, stirring means action. Guess what? When you were stirring hard, it wasn't just your hand that was moving. But your body was moving. Something was shaking. So now, So when Paul says to Timothy, stir up the gift that's inside of you, Paul is saying, put some action to this thing. Put your gifts to work. And they don't always have to be at work in the church building, at school, on your job, in your community, in the grocery store. Put your gift to work. 
Put it to work. Stir it up and you will find out that you're going to be stronger. You're going to be more excited. You're going to know more about Jesus. The sermon doesn't get boring because you kind of know the direction. Jesus said, my sheep know my voice. So even sometimes when a preacher preaches, I can kind of finish the sentence for him because I know the scripture. Except for those times when I think I know what he said, he'd go a different direction. You ever did that? <laughs> Are you understanding? But you got to put it into action. You got to put your gift into action. So why do I go to the adult daycare center? You know, why do I go over there? Because I have a gift to put into action. And it's not just preaching, but it's being kind to older people. It's, 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 it's just taking a little time to go and shake somebody's hand and, and, and you know, and, and, and say, and, and, joke, and, and tease with them and, you know, make them laugh. You know, I could do something else with that time, but this is a gift that's inside of me that I need to keep stirred up. Why not go on the mission field? Because there's a gift inside of me that I need to keep stirred up. You know, why don't I stand in front of this computer or have my notes in my hand reading from it? Because I stir up the gift and I learn it. And, I, and, 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 and the more I do it, I may not remember it verbatim, but as, as I stand to speak, the Holy Spirit begins to bring things back to my remembrance. And it comes from stirring up the gift. But if I don't ever stir it up, then the Bible says the Holy Ghost will bring back to our remembrance those things that are put inside. But if I don't put nothing in there and don't stir it up, the Holy Ghost can't bring nothing back to my remembrance. So we need, saints, let's stop being lazy. Stop being slowful. Stir up the gift. Look at your name and say, it's your responsibility too. It's not just a preacher. It's not just a teacher. Not just a praise and worship leader. It's your responsibility too. We have a responsibility in this thing. We have a responsibility in this thing. I can't wait till I'm down and out to start reading the Bible. I can't wait till I'm, out, till I'm in trouble to start praying. Okay? I can't work, wait till somebody hurts my feelings to start singing a spiritual song. I got to do it every day. Every day. Because the more I stir up this gift, the stronger I get in him. The bigger my gift gets. Are you understanding? It's your responsibility. It's not just the leaders in the church. And for the leaders in the church, it's not just the pastor. When y'all come to church on next Sunday, you know, that we used to say, bring your own fire. Bring your fire with you. Because you've been working on this thing all week long. You've been dancing around the house. You've been singing in the shower. Now just singing in the rain. You've been singing in the shower. You've been lifting up holy hands at home. You've been speaking in tongues. Some of y'all got filled with the Holy Ghost speaking in tongues. They spoke since, you, since the first time. 
Wonder why you ain't fluid in it? Because you don't speak it. You got to speak it. You got to speak it. You got to speak, 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 speak. And then you find out that, that, that something is happening on the inside of you. I'm not saying that we won't go through things. We're going to go through. We're going to have some problems. But I guarantee you, you can encourage yourself. You can stir up your gift. You can stir up your gift. You can minister to yourself. And when you get here on Sunday morning, you're excited. You're on fire. Something can happen at the corner of Hall and Wood Street. And by the time you get in the sanctuary, your gift that you've been stirring up has already risen up inside of you. And it's all right now. You can have an argument with your husband in the car, in the parking lot. But because you've been stirring up the gift inside of you, by the time you walk through those doors, that gift has risen up. And it's all right now. That argument, I left it in the car. I'm ready to praise Jesus now. My mind is not on that. Am I talking to anybody in here today? Amen. It is your responsibility to. Let's stand. Hallelujah.